2: You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, it's a false count anywhere Friday. Back with the Busted Open Nation with the world's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. My tag team partner today, the one and only Mark Henry. Not only do we talk to the Busted Open Nation, but we also talk about Triple H's 25th anniversary in the WWE. Going into SmackDown tonight, we talk about Triple H and his career. And how about this? From the world of MMA, creeping into the world of pro wrestling, the one and only Colby Chaos Covington joins us on the show today. All right now. On the Busted Open podcast. This is the first time that you're going to be on the air since you got to go back to the first week of March where we're live. Which means you get to take phone calls with the busted open nation on a false count. Let's go. Friday. Let's go. Let's go. So let's get the phone lines going 877-344-4893 877-FIGHT93 if you can fight you can call because this is the first time the nation is going to be able to talk to Mark Henry since the first Friday in the month of March
3: wow that is crazy this pandemic is is got you know feel like you're in Groundhog Day You ever see the movie Groundhog Day? Yeah, it's like one day
0: bleeds into the other. You don't know which end is up. You don't know what the date is. Everything's the same.
3: And if I wasn't on this show, I wouldn't know it was Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I use wrestling as a barometer of where I'm going to be. On Monday, okay, that's raw. Wednesday, AEW, NXT. Friday, busted open Bam. and SmackDown. That's right. And then Saturday, my best friend, Ryan McKenna, we get right. to hang out yeah. and talk about what happened in pro wrestling for the entire week.
0: Yeah. I'm Ryan McKenna.
3: That's my week
0: is wrestling. Ryan McKenna right now is yelling at the radio because it's me on the air and not him. He's writing love letters to Mark forget-me-nots
3: wow. saturday you had to do that <laughs> why we have to do that why we gotta why i gotta be a, a romantic thing i
0: don't know i
3: don't with, know with with a dude uh, hey, come on listen, man
0: whatever floats your boat listen well, whatever i actually floats your
3: boat but that's not what's going on here sir
0: well you know um no i know that of course but Maybe it's a little jealousy. Also, no, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> uh, props and kudos to Ryan McKinnell, who's back on Saturdays for a while. He wasn't able to do it, and kudos to Ryan McKinnell on Saturdays as well because the guy lives out in Vegas, so he's doing the show very, very early in the morning. So uh, you know, I'm glad that Ryan McKinnell's back with you on Saturdays, and I'm glad that here on the Falls Count Anywhere Friday, Mark that we're back with the Busted Open Nation to be able to take phone calls because there's a lot to talk about because just like every other Falls Count Anywhere Friday, Mark, everything's on the table to talk about. Everything that happened throughout the week is laid out nicely for the nation to call in and talk to Mark Henry.
3: Well, you know we're therapists too, Dave. We're pro-wrestling therapists. And all of the nation has been without treatment (laughs) since the first Friday of March. So now we can uh, assume our duties as uh, therapists and tell everybody, lay down on your couch. And literally now you can just lay down on your couch because nobody's going to work. Well, at least the essential workers. Um, But lay down on the couch, guys. Grab your cell phone. You know, call in and be analyzed and listen
0: i mean you know you get to call in like you call in talk to a hall of famer like mark henry it ain't so bad that gets you in a good mood i know talking to you gets me in a good mood every single friday so if you're home you're a nation member you're listening to the show pick up the phone call in to the world's strongest man mark henry with any questions or comments about the week that was how much this show means to you now that we're back being live again as well and you know as we always say mark we're in this fight together it's not it's not a new york thing it's not a texas thing it's a world thing right now so we're all in this fight together so let's be a team and let's enjoy a falls count anywhere friday take advantage of the situation and you mentioned smackdown before and i talked about a celebration tonight on smackdown they're celebrating Triple H's twenty fifth anniversary with the WWE. He had his debut match in the WWE April thirtieth of nineteen ninety five. Now here we are who, who did, who did he wrestle? Late. I believe it was Rock and Roll Buck Zumhof. Buck Zumhof has uh, <laughs> not not the greatest human being on the face of the earth. Rock and Roll Buck Zumhof, but. Uh, you know, that was his debut match, I believe, was with the the rock and roll man himself. He was a big star in the AWA, not so much in the WWF, but I believe that was Triple H's debut match in April 30th of 1995.
3: It's hard to wash that off.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is I was a big fan of the rock and roll man, Buck Buck Zumhof back in the AWA days.
3: Yeah, I had to get the scoop on him and uh no, not a good guy, not, not a good, good guy, guy. Not, a good, not a good human
0: being, but a good wrestler and Triple H is not just a good wrestler. Triple H is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And then more, even more so than that, when it comes to Triple H, Mark, is the fact that he's more than just a wrestler to the WWE, what he does as an executive as well, a man of many hats. And we talk about what he's done for the WWE and with NXT. And a lot of people underappreciate him as a wrestler sometimes, as crazy as, this, as it sounds. You know, he's a, he's a top 20, top 15 uh, wrestler in the history of pro wrestling. I have him up yeah. there. He's just, To me, he's kind of just outside top 10. But he's up there, Mark, as one of the oh, greats yeah. of all time.
3: The Yak Barack Show is your home for daily boxing coverage, but also brings you the biggest names in pop culture and entertainment. My pleasure to introduce CeeLo Green. Tune in to SiriusXM Fight Nation today at 1 p.m. Eastern for an A-list extravaganza featuring top comedians, actors, musicians, and more. We got the opportunity right now to have on the line Jeezy. deep. The Yak Barack A-list special airs only on your home for boxing, culture, and lifestyle. SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in the house. Pro wrestling is, is one of the few businesses or industries where it doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't have somebody else that's your equal, then you're going to be spinning your wheels. And I, I mentioned that we talked about Triple H in um, his 25, 25 years uh, celebration. I had a match with Triple H, you know, when he was Triple H, when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And he was pretty new and not new to wrestling, but, you know, new at the WWE in that capacity. And I knew that he was kind of a, a, a practical joker. He is. He's a funny dude and likes to have fun. But I was worried about him playing with me in the ring. And when you're as talented as he is, and I knew he was, you can you can be made a fool of pretty easy if somebody wants to joke around and play ha ha. And I told him, I said, Hey man, um I'm I'm pretty serious about, you know, going out there and looking good. Like I don't want to play ha. And he said, Mark, um, I'm hardly ever serious about anything, but when it comes to wrestling, he said, I don't play with my business. And I said, well, shit, let's go. And we went out there and I I think that I hadn't had a match that was over 10 minutes in a while because it was a lot of squashes and a lot of this and that. And I had like a 13, 14 minute match with him. And when I came to the back, Jack Lanza was standing there and he said, that's the way you work. You work like that from now on. And that was a byproduct of me working with somebody that was my equal or superior to me. And it was able to get people to see me in a different light and say, Hey Mark, man, you need to work like that. I, I walked by Dwayne and Dwayne was like, damn man. Like you need to work like that every night. And I was like, Okay, so everybody's walking by me telling me that I've been bullshitting all the time. He's like, you're taking the easy way out. And Triple H brought out one of those moments where I got to shine. And and I appreciate him for that. And I'm, I don't know if I've ever even said nothing to him about it.
0: Well, now's the time to do it, and I'm glad you shared that story. And you mentioned about, like, bullshitting. But, like, I think in any... And any business, any capacity, but especially in the world of pro wrestling, you need to be challenged by somebody that's on a little bit a uh, different platform than you're at. You know, when you're, when you're fighting equal or people who are under you, you're not going to really learn from it. You're not going to advance at all. So I, I'm sure, Mark, by being in the ring with Triple H, that was challenging for you and brought your game up to another level.
3: Yeah, it did. And, and and that's the way wrestling is. It's like two dancers, great dancers from around the world, say one's from the United States and one's from Spain. And that person does not speak English. And the English dancer uh, or American dancer does not speak French. But if they both tango and they both are excellent at it, when they touch hands, it don't matter that they can't speak English. They speak tango. And that's what pro wrestling is. If Kobe Col- if, 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 if comes in and he locked hands with somebody and they're not on the same page, then it's going to look like shit. And I hear the talk, and the talk sounds like, vibrato and i want him to dial the vibrato back and focus on the work before he gets to that and if he can do that then he'll be fine because watching him work um the the guy's athletic he's tough as shit like i mean he's a legit tough guy and he's confident in his abilities and when you're confident it makes up for a lot <laughs> because you can you can you, you let your heart lead you, and I think that that he's all he's all heart, and I think that that's 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 something that he needs to uh, pour a lot of himself into, let everybody see his heart.
0: So let me ask you this, Mark, because we're gonna have Colby Covington on at eleven thirty, and for those who don't know him, you know, excellent MMA fighter is googling. In an,
3: yeah, what's that? <laughs> I said googling bitches. <laughs> <laughs> People say, "Hey, who's Mark Henry? Google him." Googling him, bitches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you can google him or I can just tell you he's an MMA fighter that's interested in the world of the WWE. <laughs> and he talks a lot of shit. There's no doubt yeah, about it. I so, love his shit. So, so Mark, if if Colby was to, like, walk into a WWE... All right, so here's Colby Covington. has got a reputation, MMA fighter, legit tough guy, talks a lot of trash. Like, when he walks into a WWE locker room for the first time, like, what's what should he do when he walks into that locker room?
3: Uh, acknowledge everybody. Hey, man, thank you all for having me, you know, and I like to get to know everybody. Um, introduce yourself, hopefully the talent relations will uh, open the floor for them to speak to everybody, like if they had like a, you know, talent meeting. And um, what what I do as far as the way I perform is my performance. Uh, Don't think that I'm in here and I don't respect you guys and I want to learn from you and please teach me something new every day. If you feel like I need to know, please, by all means, come to me with it. Uh, I will not look around like, yeah, yeah. Like, you you got to have a mentality that you want to learn. And if he can open the door for um, higher education in pro wrestling, you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, all anybody wants to see from somebody from the outside And we talked about this a lot with Ronda Rousey, with the fans' perception of Ronda Rousey and how a lot of the wrestlers warmed up to Ronda and understanding the business side and how, hey, if I'm in a match with Ronda Rousey, it's going to elevate me and it's going to elevate our match, like having a main event at WrestleMania 35. And then we also talked a lot about people who didn't understand the importance of Ronda Rousey. And maybe that's a big reason why they weren't in the 10 percenters. Yeah. But you know what? When it comes to somebody like him, I think I th- I would think from what you just said, Mark, that, you know, if I'm a wrestler in the lo- locker room, I want to see that he has respect for the business, that this isn't yeah. just a money grab for him, that he has respect for the business. And that- Which he
3: said in his vibrato that, you know, I'm not there to make friends. I'm there to make money. And that's great when you're trying to, you know, sell the fact that you want to fight somebody and. Uh, it's about the dollars and cents because, you know, it's always about the money. But I wouldn't want that to be my first impression. And if it is, then I would advise him to not think that way. Like, hey, man, uh, be, have more of an open mind. Think about more learning and coming in and not conforming to a system, but seeing where you fit in the system. If, if that makes sense to you.
0: No, I, I think, because I think, especially in the world of the WWE, it's, it's a machine. So, you know, all these pieces of the machine got to be doing their jobs for the entire machine to run right. You can't just throw a wrench in there. I mean, you kind of are, I hate to say it, but a, a spoke in the wheel. You know, now, some people are bigger stars, but at the same time, it's, you know, it is a machine... And a lot of people realize, or maybe they don't realize, that you know nobody's more important than that machine. Because if you leave and you go away, that machine's going to keep on running. And I think yeah. history shows that, Mark, that it's going to keep on running.
3: Yeah, I, I think that um, you know his at his age, which he's not an old guy. I mean, we you know you're thirty-two. Wrestling to your, yeah, you wrestle into your forties. You know, so he's got a long time to go. Uh His body looks like he's been carved out of stone uh I'm sure being as healthy as he is like uh that makes him even seem like a younger man um, he's not afraid to mix it up, and that being said, he's took some fights in m m a that a lot of people dodge the big fight you know you wanna you wanna you wanna get the big fight for the big money. But, you know, some guys want to build their records up with guys that don't matter. Yeah, I could beat him. His record is a who's who of this guy was really good and he kicked their ass. So he's a bona fide ass kicker. And with fighting, there's only one guy, one guy that's never lost, and that's Floyd Mayweather in boxing. So everybody has took a loss. Muhammad Ali took a loss. Mike Tyson took a loss. And Kobe took a loss uh, or two. But that does not define what he's going to be in pro wrestling. We all lose. I, hell, I lost. Brock Lesnar kicked my ass. Ain't no secret. You know, Sheldon Benjamin beat me wrestling. And I mean, like, shoot wrestling. Like, not pro wrestling. I used to call people out. I want to see if that karate shit works on me. That was my mentality when I was young and stupid. <laughs> and I got my ass kicked. So anyway, I digress. But he's coming into a business where there's some guys that's willing to challenge him. And he's going to have to say, hey, man, my MMA career, store it, love it. But I'm not here for challenges and fights, I can do that at MMA. I'm here to wrestle. He's going to get everybody respect that day because they're going to see that wrestling plays a more important role at that moment than anything else.
1: This week on World of Basketball, Australia's five time Olympian and FIBA Hall of Famer, Andrew Gaze shares his thoughts on LaMelo Ball as an NBA prospect. I think he's a phenomenal talent. He's Good size. He's a, a really, really good athlete, but in the NBA, the standards, he's not an elite athlete. He can pass the ball. The thing that I think impressed me the most is not necessarily everything I saw on the floor because his talent is really good, but he listens, he's respectful, and that he seems to buy into the team concepts. New episodes of World of Basketball are available every Thursday on the Sirius XM app and Pandora.
0: so you know we have busted open monday through saturday on SiriusXM xm fight nation we have the busted open podcast as well that you could subscribe to and I'm, i hope everyone subscribes because you get some exclusive content on the busted open podcast we have the video element on the SiriusXM xm app i don't know if a lot of people know about this but you can go to sirius xm app and watch some of our videos some of our interviews i do uh You know, for those who have missed my power rankings, I still do my power rankings every week on video on the SiriusXM app. And, you know, I was thinking you and I, Mark, since, you know, both our shirts are available at Pro Wrestling Tees, just go to ProWrestlingTees.com and search Dave LaGreca or search Mark Henry and buy them. We have some new designs uh, starting next week. I was thinking that maybe you and I could do, like, I don't know, since we're home and everything, maybe we do, like, a YouTube series, you and I, do, like, some YouTube stuff, man. You know, I'm I'm looking at anything, you know, any content
3: possible to get out to the Busted Open Nation. Hey man, if Mother Marissa okay's it, let's do it. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. We we're always
0: thinking of and again, if if busted open Monday through Saturday is not enough, you got the podcast. You got SiriusXM app on demand and video. There's a lot of ways to watch Busted Open Mark. And one of the things that we love about Busted Open is the Busted Open Nation. Are you ready to get back to some more phone calls?
3: Before we before we get to the nation, we are doing a video, right? We're doing a Don't Rush video?
0: Yeah, listen, should I'm up we, for anything. Should we,
3: should we tell everybody that we're going to do it? Because once we say it, we have to do it. All right, well, all right, all
0: right, let me ask you this, Mark, because this is important. Who's going to be in the Don't Rush video?
3: Okay, you can't have it without you. Gabby.
0: Gabby. All right, so you. Myself. Gabby. Uh Bully.
3: Tommy. Mother Marissa. The, The fans know Mother Marissa. All right, so so uh, yeah, person. yeah. Maybe we pull Doug out. Oh, so you want Doug in there Doug? too? Go old, little old school. Get Doug, old all right? School. Get Doug. Got to knock the dust off. Maybe see. I got an idea for that. I just don't want to. I don't want to say everything. What about Ryan? Ryan McKinnell, Post with you on Saturday. No, no. Got got to have Ryan. All right, to so get Ryan. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing my impersonation of you. Oh, okay. Why are you always busting on Ryan anyway? I'm a, I love Ryan's Ryan. He's a great guy. You know,
0: can I tell you why I bust on Ryan? It's <laughs> because he's part of the family.
3: Yeah.
0: He's part of the busted open family. Like if, <clears throat> if I didn't like him, I wouldn't bust his boy. Wouldn't
3: say nothing about him. That's yep.
0: right. Now he sits at the kitty table at Thanksgiving, <laughs> but he's still part of the family.
3: Hey, as long as you get turkey and dressing, you're good. <laughs> Give me that turkey and dressing. <laughs>
0: You're still you're still sitting at the table. It's just the kiddie table.
3: Just the kid. Hey, listen. I want that cranberry dressing too. Not not the, the the homemade kind. I want the shit that comes out of the can that's that's molded like the can. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but that's what I like, Dave. All right. I always got to take it back to food.
0: Listen, whatever you want, Mark, you get. Just come to the Lagreca house for Thanksgiving and we'll make sure we'll give you some of that.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Just go and go to the your neighborhood grocery and get that. Get That's that it. Can- Just Go walk right down. to that- the sixty-nine <laughs> cents. Hey, if it, I don't know how much it costs, I don't. I don't always buy the groceries. I just cook them. But if I if I have dressing, I got to have that 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 uh cranberry compote mold that comes out of the can. I want that the cheap drift. I don't want homemade stuff. All right, Real so we cramping. we're
0: having Colby Covington on at 11:30, right? Now I heard that his nickname is Chaos. So my question is who gave him that nickname? Was he did he give that nickname to himself or did somebody give it, it to him?
1: And He's is an ass it kicker. like
0: is it Chaos Colby Covington or is it Colby Chaos Covington? Is it I Mr. Like Chaos Colby Covington? Like Kobe Covington chaos, like I, no, I need to know the placement of that. the chaos.
3: It's in the middle. It's got to be.
0: Kobe chaos Covington.
3: Yeah, that's that's the okay. fight. That's the fight way.
0: These are questions that we need answered at 11:30 a.m. It's Eastern Time. It's in the middle. It's in the middle. It's, in, it's definitely in the middle. You know that for sure. It's that's in how it's the, on the UFC. It's
1: on the UFC homepage. Colby chaos Covington.
0: So when they, like, when what's the guy, what's the the ring announcer uh, for MMA? What's his name? Jim? Bruce Buffer? Oh, Bruce Mm Buffer. So he goes, so he goes, Kobe, Chaos, Covington. Or did they say, they call this man Chaos. He is your lightweight, middleweight champion, Kobe, Covington.
3: Can All you right, introduce it, him like it that it when end. he comes on the show? I think you should introduce him like that and see how, how he In works. the
0: octagon right now. That's right. He talks a lot of shit. It's Colby Covington, also known as Chaos. <laughs> or is it ah. Mr. Chaos, Colby Covington?
3: You got to throw an MF <laughs> in there if you say it like that. <laughs> I don't want want to throw Mr. Uh, Chaos Kobe M F'ing Covington
0: Oh yeah Or did they just call him In the octagon right now It's Kobe 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 Oh we'll find out at 1130
3: Are you ready to get back to the nation You
1: guys are talking
3: about Triple H He's Triple C Get it Kobe Chaos Covington Oh yeah Chaos with a K right
2: no, it's
3: with a C Oh, okay oh, Triple C
0: oh, oh, maybe I should introduce him as Triple You know, it's the 25th anniversary of Triple H But right now, live on the line Triple C Goby, Chaos Covington
3: Hmm uh, No No you know, uh, like it's- a, No it, it, didn't, it didn't flow Triple C Triple C. There's enough of those. Triple H is enough. And then you got Triple G. Why would you ever add a Triple, triple C, C to that? Yeah, it's over, over. Also, cool. sounds
0: like like you gave you gave him a grade of a C. You know, he's good, but he's not great. Triple C, chaos. Colby Covington. He's he's all right. You know, he's. He's not bad. He's all right. Your ass is
3: what's about to happen. Ah! (laughs) And look, (laughs) I've I've defended you many occasions. but (laughs) I'm not the man I used to be, Dave. (laughs) When it comes to guys that fight for a living, you know he in shape. If I don't get him in the first minute and a half, he's going to be standing over me. I don't want that.
0: I, I could see just like, you know, the Bruce Buffer guy saying, you know, and his opponent. He's pretty good. He's okay. Triple C. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Colby. Chaos. Covington. Ladies and gentlemen and fans around the world, here we are standing for five rounds of knockout fighting. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. For Triple C, Kobe, Chaos, Covington. How's that?
0: Did you, I, I, first of all, I, you're amazing. Second of all, have you ever watched the Cannonball Run movies with Dom W <laughs> yes, and Robert Reynolds? Yes. You're, you're
3: Captain <laughs> Chaos, so <laughs> can we call him Captain Chaos? <laughs> Captain <laughs> Chaos. He's going to have to get a cape. <laughs> He's going to have to get a cape now. That's
0: Da da da, Captain Chaos, Kobe Covington. And you gotta oh. put your hands up. Yeah.
3: Da da da. He's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I, Why my Oh, What? This man. Is, when's the last just... time
0: somebody talked this much about Kobe Covington?
3: Wow. <laughs> Maybe when he was world <laughs> champion. <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm. I, Listen,
0: there's a reason why he's coming on the show today. I'm excited to have Colby Covington on. Seriously, I I'm I'm digging the whole, uh, you know. Obviously, it's 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 nothing but success. This formula of the MMA fighter in pro wrestling, I think it's a perfect marriage. I really, really do. Triple C, wow. coming on eleven
3: thirty. I'm ready. Are right, so you ready going, to get are to, the, going nation to now? the nation?
0: Yeah, let's go to the nation. Let's see what they have to say. Let's go out to David in Atlanta. What's going on, David?
1: Good morning, guys. How y'all doing?
0: How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing great. It's good to be a Dave LaGreca guy, but I got to tell you, it's great to be a Mark Henry man. Mark Henry, I've missed something.
0: Damn right.
3: Oh, I like that Dave
0: LaGreca guy and a Mark Henry
1: man. Yeah. That's right.
3: Oh, man.
1: Just keep it in the vein of the twenty five year career that Triple H has had in WWE when I think Triple H as much as he's accomplished, and the first place I go to is evolution. That stint he had from two thousand two to two thousand five. The rivalry with Shawn Michaels was in the middle of that. I think he had like three or four world championships. He was given the the you know, the big gold title from Eric Bischoff that night on Raw. That made history. Uh the last man standing match, the hell in a cell match that he had with with Shawn Michaels. I mean He's one of the greatest minds, if not the greatest wrestling mind that's ever existed. He is the game, the cerebral assassin. Uh, when you guys hear the hear the name Triple H, what moment or or maybe what visual do you guys immediately see in your mind when you hear his name?
0: You know, I got to be honest with you. Right now, it's the man behind NXT. Like I, I, you yeah. know, and there is so much because you're right. There is, there's DX. There's Evolution. There's there's the there's the game Triple H. There's Hunter Hearst Hel- Helmsley. Like, they, there is so many different characters and personality that come to mind when you think of Triple H. But right now, because, listen, NXT is, to me, the best WWE show of the week. So, right now, when I think of Triple H, I think of the guy in the suit. That's who I'm thinking of when I think of Triple H right now.
3: Right now, I, I would have to say... The guy sitting on the throne with the crown on with all the soldiers around him at WrestleMania. That's When when you say Triple H, that's just the visual image that I get. And him standing up and spitting the water in the air.
0: And that's another good point too, Mark. Because we talk about the great matches and the mind that Triple H has. And and David, uh, thank you so much for the phone call. But you know what? Those amazing WrestleMania entrances... The, the, yeah. the entrance he had at WrestleMania 30. The the one that he had, you know, with Sting. You know, it's, it's just these amazing... The one with Motorhead playing live as he was coming down the entrance ramp. I mean, you know, he's had some amazing, amazing entrances. Man, I'm telling you. Like, I, he he just misses... Triple H just misses my top 10 of all time. It's hard. I, I have to kind of revisit that, you know, but... He's definitely, without a doubt, in my top fifteen. When I think of some of the greatest wrestlers, I think he's in my top fifteen. Let's go out to Matt in Virginia. Matt, what's going on, buddy?
4: Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up,
3: Matt? What's going on, man?
0: I miss talking to you guys. It's been like what a
4: month. I miss you guys so much.
0: Wow, oh, we yeah. really miss the way, you happy too, man. Flim
4: Flam Friday.
0: Happy Flim Flam Falls Count Anywhere Friday. Any- Feel good Yeah Yeah Hey anyway, let me ask you a question Matt Before you continue our phone call Matt So what are you thinking Colby Covington Is chaos at the beginning The middle Or the end
1: I would say the middle I'd be like Colby okay.
4: Chaos Covington
0: That's yeah. pretty good too It's in the middle Alright it's in the middle Moni in the middle Where's he at? Alright go ahead Matt <laughs>
4: Uh, I really enjoyed NXT this week. The matches were good. The one thing I liked like the most was that uh Johnny Gargano Candice bullet thing they did. Like it was like they're in to the dark, so it was yeah. like wow. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to like boo these guys because these guys were so such natural baby faces, including Candice, which shocked me the most out of that.
0: No, and Matt, thank you so much for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, I, I, the, the, to to me, the best things about, about Wednesday on NXT were the vignettes. Like you mentioned the Gargano vignette, the EO Shirai vignette, I thought was fantastic. I'm super excited about Killer Cross and scholar Bardot. They did a great job, Mark on Wednesday with
3: those vignettes, setting everything up. And putting people in a spot where you actually give a damn. That's, that's that emotional thing that we were talking about that I didn't think there was enough of.
0: The relationship with MMA and pro wrestling. A lot of talk about Ron Rousey. And we've been promoing it all show long. And yeah. joining us right now, live on the line. That's right. Colby. <laughs> Chaos. Covington joins us right here on Busted Open. Colby, how are you this morning?
4: I'm doing great boys thanks it's an honor to be on and pleasure and uh thanks for having me on the world's baddest podcast. bust it open
3: man. the world's baddest I love it. I love it. What do you think about Dave's introduction the way that he says kobe chaos Covington it goes in the middle right? yeah, it
4: does go in the middle and you know, the way he said it, it gave me goosebumps. You know, it, it uh, you know, it, it channeled something inside me, you know, that, that something that you have, Mark, and something that I really admire, you know, that you set your mind to something to be the world's greatest athlete, and you did that. You know, you're the world's strongest man, and, and you know, they can never take away that accomplishment from from you. So every time they say your name, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it's something
0: that you, you you feel the goosebumps down your spine.
3: Once was, always is. That's the way I look at it.
0: (laughs) And and here's the thing, Cole, because obviously we're getting you on because there's a lot of buzz and talk about you possibly going into the world of the WWE, but maybe a lot of fans don't know that you have dabbled in the world of pro wrestling with Impact Wrestling, that match that you had. Uh, So, you know, you you have done some pro wrestling and – You know, when you look at the world of MMA and the world of pro wrestling to you, is that a good relationship between the two sports?
4: Yeah, I would say it's a really good relationship, and it's something that's there for the guys to use. But you know, the guys in MMA they don't use it. They don't use the the psychology that is in WWE and pro wrestling. And and if they used it, you know, it better their careers and get people more interested in them and more entertained in them. But I think people are afraid to go out of the box and that's why I was never afraid. I didn't care what people thought of me. And I wanted to go out of the box. I didn't want to be like everybody else. I wanted to stand out and I wanted to be something different. So that's why I decided to go down this this, this angle that, you know, this pro wrestling type of psychology, building fights and selling fights. And, uh, you know, I first learned that when I did my Senate impact with Bobby Lashley and just to see how those guys worked and you know, the, the entertainment side of it, you know, that made me bring that back over into MMA and it's not just – it's 50% sport in MMA and, you know, it's 50% pro wrestling and people need to use that to their advantage if they want to make the most money possible.
3: If you can entertain people, then you get over. And sometimes getting over is more important than the wins and losses. In pro wrestling, um, you're able to get over. And, you know, in the fight game, you got to win. It's, it's about it's about winning. And you you've been a winner. You know, like your whole career, you've been a winner. And now it's time to be able to get people to respect you and love you and and be have an emotional tie to you. And and that emotional tie is evolved revolves around what you just said, psychology. What are you doing to make that person feel a certain kind of way other than excited in a pro fight? I'm, it's all about excitement when they play the music and the guys walking to the ring and I'm getting butterflies for them. I know, I know you're getting them, but in pro wrestling, rather than getting the butterflies, you're giving them. And, uh, can you, can you say how you feel about that? Yeah, I I completely agree with that. You know, I think
4: that, you know, you got to create your own destiny and, And uh, in pro wrestling, you can kind of take your career into your own hands, you know. But, you know, you have to be able to commit. Some of these guys, they're scared to commit to the character. And and that's why they're not getting over. and, And people aren't able to identify with them because, you know, if they don't believe in themselves and they're not committed fully to it, then how are other people going to get behind that? So, you know, I've really been able to see from, you know, guys like you, Mark Henry, you know, Stone Cold, uh, the Rock and, and these, you know, John Cena and all these great wrestlers that have been able to really, you know, psychologically get into the fans' minds and make them feel some type of way, whether it's love or hate. You know, there, there's a line drawn and the fans are on one side or the other, and, and that's what some of these MMA guys fail to do, and, and that's why the fans really just don't care, and, and you know, they're not relevant because you know they, they haven't made the fans feel a certain type of emotion, whether they hate them or love them.
3: I think a lot of uh, you you are a type A personality. You're not shy, you're well spoken and you're outspoken. A lot some there's a lot of fighters, there's a lot of wrestle, there's a lot of weightlifters and people that come from other sports that have the personality of a rock though. And and when you if you're not personable and you're not shy and, and 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 you don't have a problem being shy, you can you can come into the wrestling business and and thrive. I think that you have those abilities already. Uh, I just don't want uh, you to get confused. or I, I don't want that other wrestlers to get confused that what you're saying and doing is a part of you, but it's not all of you. And uh, you walk into a locker room and you embody the fact that you love pro wrestling. I think that you're going to be fine. Have you had any problems from anybody's wondering whether or not you respect the business or not? I think uh,
4: early on guys kind of thought like that, you know, uh, Colby, you know, he's just a, he's just an MMA fighter. He doesn't respect the business. He doesn't respect the athletes in it. And, you know, that's the farthest thing away from true, man. I have the utmost respect for every single wrestler and every WWE wrestler, man, The, the way they put their body on the line and, you know, you guys are true athletes, and 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 you guys and people that want to say other things about it, they don't. They never been in the ring, man. I I was on Impact. I, I felt a guy kicking me in the face. You can't tell me that was fake because you know when I woke up with stars in that wrestling room to a big old ex college linebacker Moose on pay per view in the Impact finale. You can't tell me that was fake. That that's as real as it gets, you know. So, you know, I just don't know if if people. You know, and the wrestling world really respect like you know how how I'm going about my business, and and they don't really understand it. But I think if we sat down behind the scenes, they would really understand my character and and who I really am as a person and what I want to accomplish in business.
0: You know, Colby, you, you said something interesting before when you said about the fight game that it's it's fifty percent MMA, but it's fifty percent pro wrestling. It's it's fifty percent of that being a showman. And being entertaining. In the world that we live in with ESPN and the highlights and everybody on their phones looking at the highlights, I, I I think that to get noticed, you have to be a strong personality. I think now, especially here in 2020, it's gotta be more than just what you can do inside that octagon.
4: Yep, it's true and, and it's damn true. And and especially at a time like this where, you know, the world is looking for entertainment, man. People going through this pandemic that we're going on right now and, and the hard times that we've had to deal, deal with, you know, people be entertained in their lives and, and they want to be entertained. So, you know, people need to athletes, you know, in general and, and pro wrestling and MMA need to find a way to be able to entertain these people because, you know, this is the perfect opportunity to, to, to you know, really take things into, into your own hands and, and get people excited and backing you, you know, don't, don't just sit there and, and then give them not something to root for or something to boo you for. Give them a reason. You know, get on social media and you know, stir the pot a little bit. But, but everybody who just seems like is so concerned with what other people think of them, and they're not really concerned with their career and trying to progress that. They just care about making the next person next to them think they're a cool person or they're nice. You know? and, but that's why I'm different. You know, I don't have feelings, and this isn't the feelings business. This is the money-making business.
0: Hey, Kobe, what's the biggest difference between uh, the MMA, the UFC fan, and the pro wrestling fan?
4: The biggest difference, uh, I would say that probably the wrestling fans respect uh, the athletes a lot better than the MMA fans uh, respect them. It just seems like the MMA fans are just looking for bloodlust and you know, there's no appreciation behind the fans. You know, you you really see in pro wrestling the fans really appreciate and get behind guys and and support guys. And you know, you don't you don't see them saying names about high level professional world champion wrestlers. Could you ever imagine someone trying to say, "Oh, Mark he's soft"? You know, it's just not a word you can ever put together in a sentence. You know, the guy's the world's strongest man. He could literally barehead you and and kill you and squeeze the life out of you. So, you know, I just. I just
3: think that the the fans in MMA a don't appreciate the athletes as much as the fans in w w e do i think the the fans in m m a value wins and losses over the human being and what the struggles and and what it goes into being a fighter uh I've seen the horror stories about the fight and I've seen the success stories and the common denominator between the two is. In pro fighting, when a fighter starts to get up in age or a fighter loses a couple of fights, then people start to go, oh, I'm on to the next guy. But in pro wrestling, if you're a fan of the Hurricane or you're a fan of Drew McIntyre, then you stay a fan of Drew McIntyre. It doesn't matter how many losses he has. Like, he, you, you, you have an emotional attachment to the people that you become fans of, and that, and and you can't help but love that in in uh in pro wrestling.
4: Mark, it's funny you bring up the name Drew McIntyre. You know, you know he's a guy that's coming out there. You know, he, he's a big, he's a powerful guy. He reinvented himself. You know, he beat Brock Lesnar. That's no joke. You know, maybe maybe Brock was overlooking him. Although that's kind of weird because you know Drew McIntyre is almost seven foot tall, but. You know, I'm yeah. shooting for the top of the mountain. I'm I'm trying to fight Drew McIntyre. You know, that's where the view's the best. I'm not looking to pick on someone smaller than me. And, hey, guys, let's be honest. WWE may not want this because the violence in it is too dangerous. The last time I checked, the people love danger and violence, so let's give it to them because I expressed myself to go over to WWE and wrestle, but it sounds like Drew McIntyre expressed himself like he wants to fight. So, if WWE doesn't want to sanction this, I recommend we can do it in a no-sanctioned uh, country. Maybe we do it in uh, the UK. Maybe we do it in Saudi Arabia. But I think there needs to be a fight between me and Drew McIntyre. You know, David versus Goliath. I think it's the perfect billing.
3: Oh, I'm digging it. I'm uh, Shit, sign me up. <laughs> I a, I, listen, that dude right there is not only uh, a, a great fighter, and I say a great fighter because he's been a world champion, but the mentality of a wrestler is I can see the salesmanship. Being able to promote and market a fight is just as important, or a match, is just as important as having talent. You know, like you got to be able to make people want to see it. Hell, I want to see that already. Mark, you, you know how it was back
4: in your career. Bigger they are, the harder they fall. Well, see how- well
3: I, I didn't experience much of
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys been here for a cup of coffee already calling out the world champion, Mark. Come on, man. Guy's I, the hey, WWE I'm- champion. The guy's coming in here and he's calling out the champion already. But Ridiculous. Time- hey, man, you gotta so-
3: set the standard. You gotta set the standard for yourself. Win, lose, or draw. A man is gonna be a man. You gotta live by your by your word and you gotta live by your balls, Dave. And if, if that's the way he feels, I want to go straight to the top, then go straight to the top. But win, lose, or draw, there's going to be a return. There's always a return. There's never a one-off. So I'm, not only am I going to buy the, 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 the starting match or the starting fight, I'm going to buy the rematch. That's where the money is. He, the man yeah. just said, he's not there to make friends. He's trying to make a living. You want to live in palatial palaces, drive fancy sports cars, walk down the sidewalk in Vegas with an entourage of pretty ladies of different most uh, what do you call it ethnicities? Get it in, man. Have a ball. Tell me. <laughs> I want to live. I want to live vicariously through you, <laughs> Mark. You can't.
0: And, and Kobe, hold on one second. I don't mean to interrupt the uh, interview. But Mike, you can't just walk in and call out the world champion like, you know, that there's a ladder that you have to climb in order to get to that opportunity. You just don't walk in the door and demand an opportunity like Kobe's doing right now on our hey, show. What are you talking about?
3: What are you talking about? Brock did it. Brock Lesnar like- did it. Ronda did it. Come on, every every fighter that's worth a grain of salt, they they get to come in and do a Ken Shamrock. If you want to go back, Dan Severn, everybody got a shot. Why not? Come on, Dave. Don't let no, me no. put the facts out. No, let's, no. let's go by the facts. It's called the it's
0: called the word. The word is respect. All right, <laughs> you walk in. You pay your dues. You know not here for a cup of coffee and you want to go up against the champion. And you're, oh, no, by the way, Kobe, it's calling the shot. Oh, this is where it's going to take place. So not as he demanding the match, but Kobe chaos, Covington saying, oh, yeah, by the way, this is where we're going to wrestle. Are you kidding me right now?
3: What? Everywhere yeah, every he named, never, there was money. Sorry. Hold
0: on, hold on, Colby. Mark and I are having an argument right now. So, Mark, you can't just <laughs> call out the world champion and then tell him we're going to have an inside. No. No, you don't do that.
3: He knows there's money in Saudi Arabia. The dude is trying to book it, man. I don't have a problem with that. Show me the money. That's, that's what the movie, what, what was that movie? Show me the money. To Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Damn it! That's what would show me the money. I'm all about it. And and don't tell the the guests to hold on a second. Like we bring people, we're gonna we're gonna run off our guests. Come on, Dave. Kobe coming look, in here. Col- some
0: now I know why he got the name Chaos because now he's got you and I fighting.
3: So he's causing chaos on my own show. Oh, that's what he's a shit disturber. Stirring the pot. <laughs> stirring, stirring the pot. The pot. <laughs> Kobe, stirring the pot. Chaos Covington. Like-
0: shit talker, chaos disturbing. It's not just a podcast, Kobe Covington.
3: Did you just throw your pen? Throw my pen. Don't throw your pen. That's—I bet your wife buys you nice pens. You—that's not a <laughs> bit. It's just from. All right, Col. We gotta. We gotta. Gabby's giving me. The, we gotta get you
0: back on, Colby, because this isn't over yet. We gotta have. We gotta Kevin Can is, we get? Can we get you on? Can we get you back on next Friday? Let's do it. We can do it every Friday. I would right. love to come and talk truth and. And let What's, you guys
4: know that there ain't a man living that can lift the fear of God in me.
0: If again, Kobe, now he's Kobe saying I'm coming on every Friday. No, next yeah, Friday. Let's I'm see what happens it. next Friday, Colby. And then we'll see where next we go from Friday. there. Next Friday,
2: Kobe, Chaos Covington coming back on the show.